Hello, I'm Emma. And I'm Andrew. Together we run a project called Miscellaneous Adventures. For the last 11 years, we've been living in a small rented barn in the woods where we look after the woodland and surrounding grounds for the landowner. When we moved here in the winter of 2010, we had no idea what we were getting involved with and how much it would change who we are. This year is our last living in the woods, so we wanted to look back at our time here and to think about the lessons we've learned and the memories we've made and to record them so we don't forget. This is for our own benefit, but we also thought it might be interesting for other people to hear our story. We're going to be having conversations about all the stuff that's happened to us here over the last 11 years, the good and the bad. We'll be reliving our encounters with wildlife, talking about our changing relationship with the landscape, thinking about nature connection and telling the story of how we came to live here and what we do. And where we're going next. Do you think living here has changed who we are as people? Yes. In what way? Most ways, I think. Um, yeah, I, I guess every everything we I guess values, um, how we live. Yeah. What, what we need. What we have. We also um, got married and had children, which I don't think we ever thought we would. No, I think that was partly that was due to living here, wasn't it? Yeah, really? I think so. that changed. I think that was something that we never thought we'd do. No. But I think living here changed our minds on that. Uh huh. Which is fairly major. Yeah. I think it's changed every aspect of who we are and our lives. Yes, you're probably right. I think, and I think the thing that really, the thing that has changed that, it has been living a life closer. To nature. Yep. And also living, I guess, like a, a simpler life. Yeah. Because it's taught us what we can do without and how to enjoy life without having stuff, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that changes your mindset as well about a lot of things. But I, I think it's changed us in, in loads of ways. But I, I think for me, the, the biggest thing has been just figuring out really who I am. Mm. And also figuring out that, that I, I can never really find the right words to explain this, but that nature is is kind of everything, really, isn't it? Yes. It is central to everything. Being part of it. Yeah, and being part of it is is ex- <laughs> it's extremely fulfilling, isn't it? To 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 figure that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nature is very, that it's, it's central, that it's yeah. important yeah. to you as a person. Yeah. And that being part of it is, yeah, feeling part of nature is is very fulfilling and satisfying. It's kind of enlightening in a way, isn't it? It simplifies things. It does simplify things a lot. It kind of, I don't know, kind of complicates things as well. But it, yeah, but it, at, its, at its most... Basic, yeah. it simplifies things. It makes you on that level. Of yeah, yeah, not yeah. Really. Well, you don't care about anything else, really, do you? Very much. Oh, I, yeah, that's a bit flippant. It is a bit. I think but... you do, but 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 it depends what you mean by anything else. Mm. So I think you still care about relationships. Oh, yeah, and you still for care sure. about people, and you still yeah. care about um, those things. But you care less about money, and you care less about stuff, and you care less about. Uh, those things, yeah, and and being, yeah, you do care less about that, and I don't want that to come across as like, uh, I don't know, not snobby. That's the wrong word, but you know, that yeah, it doesn't make you a better person. No, for, not for, at all. for feeling no, like no, that. No, 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 and, and it just does change how you yeah 
are, I guess. Um, and it doesn't mean those things go away completely, you know, still have, like, the occasional urge to buy something ridiculous. And, you know, like, it, those things still exist, but they become much less important, mm. I think. Um, and you find other ways of living. And I guess your, I guess, entertainment, those kinds of things come from different, you know, like we said, I think we said it on another one about listening to bats or, you know, owls and not really... And being quiet and still and and, to, and not having to always be doing something to distract yourself. Yeah. Because you don't have to because there's there's that stuff happening. Yeah, that's right. But that's because that's we're lucky to be somewhere like that's this. That's true. And I, and I wonder, yeah. you know, like, this is, we, we have this because we have been fortunate enough to live yeah, in yeah. this place. If we'd still been living in our flat in home, mm. like what, you know, you don't. You don't get the opportunity to do that. No, you so don't. It's, that's that's why this has happened to us because we yeah, haven't lived yeah. here, I mean, and that's what makes me cross. That like people that would like to do this, it's so hard yeah, to do this. So this, is, this was we looked in on this. Yeah. We know that, like, and the situation that we managed to to get ourselves into living here mm. is unusual. Very unusual. Yeah. It doesn't happen no. to many people. You you have to pay quite a lot of money to live mm. rurally, especially in the south of mm. England. And you know that, and that, and if you're doing that, it's a you're a diff, it's a different <laughs> life, maybe you know, than this simple life that doesn't yeah. seem to exist quite so much anymore. Like, and we've seen that even living here and seeing the people that used to be here when we first moved in and have gone, mm. like because those people l- literally die yeah. off, and then new things things change, and uh, and so I think that that's. I feel sad about that. You yeah, know? I like, do. I often it, feel, I feel like this, it's not fair. No, like, you know, it, I feel a sense of injustice about mm. that, not only for myself, but for other people. Yeah. Because I think that... Why can't everybody? Yeah. I th- one of the things that... If they want to. That I think has changed... that uh, The ways in which I've changed is that I... Um, uh, how do I explain this? I feel like... Society, the society that we've built, the one that we live in now, mm. doesn't make enough space for just enjoying beauty no. and being in nature. Mm. Like there's a lot of amazing, magical, wonderful, awe-inspiring things that happen every day. Yeah. But our society does not let you enjoy those moments. No. We've created quite a mean-spirited... <laughs> society haven't we where everyone seems to be out for themselves Mm -hmm. there's a lot of anger a lot of rage a lot of kind of just arguing and this desire to kind of succeed and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but actually when you live here somewhere like this when you get to do that you realize that there's just all that is just silly really there's so much kind of so many nice things, so many amazing interactions, and yeah, and you're here for such a short time. You're here time. for such a short time, <laughs> like we're, like you literally just we're on this little spinning ball, yeah. hurtling through the universe, spinning on its funny tilted mm. axis, the axis spinning round the sun, mm. and it's the only known planet in the universe to support life. <laughs> And we're just here, like, fighting about trying stuff and trying to get cash and 
for me, it, it makes me sad sometimes going out into the outside world mm. <laughs> when, you, when I leave this little <laughs> like bubble. A funny, like, yeah, countryside home. And I'm like, but I'm driving and I see people like swearing at each other or like cutting in front of people. Yeah, but you do that, you know, like we do that ourselves occasionally. So you get back into that world. I find it. I, I find I, that I'm not like that anymore. You're not, you Zen. Not Zen. <laughs> not, but I think it has. It's Change. calmed me down yeah. a lot. Like, I, I, I'm much calmer. I'm much less quick to anger and stuff like that. Because of that, I feel like, what's the point in this, you know? Like, but people aren't allowed no, the time. They don't. There's no opportunity yeah. for that, is there? No, I know. And that's even us, like we, you know, like, we live here. And even we still have to remind ourselves of that sometimes. You oh, know, yeah. Because you get caught up in having to pay the bills and having to go to work and having to meet deadlines and do things at a certain time. And it's just not possible for people to enjoy that or to access that kind of feeling. Mm. And that bothers me greatly, yeah. I think. I guess that was one of the things, um, cliche things to talk about, but during COVID when people were in lockdown and actually did seem to realise. Yeah, I think a lot of people had that epiphany. epiphany. But it didn't last long enough, no. did it? Because if it, because I guess because... You have to go back to your you normal life. you back to your normal life, you've just yeah. got to do it because you don't really have a choice. There must be people that opted out of that, but then... So we were lucky enough to have that epiphany maybe like 10 years ago. If people were given the opportunity, yes, exactly. it might become yeah. a long-lasting thing. And that's the only reason and that's why what, it's happened what, We've always us. had the thing where if everybody could have this, then yeah. the world would be a much more yeah. harmonious place. Not everybody wants it, but no. those who, who do should be able to have it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one, of, I mean, that's one of the other ways, I think, in which it's changed the way I think about society as well. It's highlighted a lot of injustice and inequality in society for yeah. me. Because we're only able to do this because of somebody else yeah. who's in a privileged position. Yes, exactly. I know who could drop a million pounds on right. the house. And, yeah. We can't do this, and most <laughs> other people can't either. No. And that's not fair. No. That access to nature and the opportunity to have that kind of closeness with nature is kind of exclusive. Is exclusive. Mm. And what I, will, what I also find really unjust and this is a sweeping statement <laughs> do it but the people that can afford to do it don't appreciate nature in the same way that we do no so just because you can buy a chunk of land or and the countryside nature connection. doesn't mean that you're connected to it in any way or that you have that epiphany yourself no which is a shame because often it's like a second home or a retreat mm-hmm. And you can't learn about nature in a place if you're only down at the weekend. Well, you could if you wanted to. Well, true, but, but you'd, you'd have to. You'd have want to want to. to. And yeah. from our experience, that isn't necessarily how it is. And so it tends to be. It's a status thing, isn't it, for a lot of people so, around uh, in the area where, where we, we are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not people who want to live close to nature. No. It's people who want to buy a chunk because... of land and put a swimming pool on it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. And I find that really hard, you know. Like it seems, and I've also had that, I suppose, in some of the conservation work that I've mm. done. And luckily, because it's conservation work, these are fairly enlightened landowners. They they get us in because they want to improve yeah. biodiversity on their privately owned land. Mm. But it still tends to be people who don't know how to look after the land themselves. Mm. 
and the people who do know how to look after the land themselves can't afford to live no, on it. Can't. And that just seems un- unjust. like unjust to me. That I, 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 I and wish. also access. Any, because yeah. even these people that you go and do conservation work on, that, that you, like you said, it's privately it's owned. Privately land. Owned. This is a privately owned right. area. Of people can't come on it. No. And this is a small plot of land, but some yeah, of the landowners that, that we've worked on, well, you know, it's hundred acres sometimes. Six hundred acre estate that we're on. Six thousand. Six thousand, yeah. and you're not allowed on any of it. Yeah. Most so public footpaths, but it's yeah. a few. If you get no barbed wire, so you yeah, and you and you get confronted by yeah grumpy landowners. Landowners, and and unfortunately, the kind of get off my land yeah. stereotype is true. is true. So why would anybody do it? And especially, yeah. like, down here is particularly bad. Yeah, it is. So I think I, I have changed in that way. I, I feel very angry about stuff mm. like that. That's, you know, although I've just said that it's calmed me down. I'm <laughs> raging about it. I this. think I've got some extra anger as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're about raging about different like things that. now. Yeah. So, yeah. I just wish everybody who wanted to be able to live like this, including us. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Because I know this is precarious for us. Mm. We don't get the chance to move from this place to, to another, another place like this. No, no, no. We, you know, this is our probably one chance. Yeah, yeah, it is. And then... I think I wonder whether this place has changed me more than you. I don't know because no, I don't I've think had. So I think I mean it depends what you th- what you anyway. Can you say what you were going to say? Well, because I've done most of the practical work, work here. You yeah. And I've been out in all weathers and it's I've probably done hardened hard you in a different way. Yeah. I'm still a bit like. Yeah, I think that's because that's one of the other ways in which I think it's changed me that I'm not necessarily always haven't always been happy with anyway. Because like when when I when we first moved here, I was just an illustrator, mm. graphic designer. Although I spent a lot of time outdoors. And again, this is a sweeping statement, but it's quite a soft <laughs> profession, isn't it? Yes. You know, you're not getting your hands dirty, you're not getting bashed about. No. Then when you actually start working in nature, and brandishing chainsaws. Yeah, using chainsaws and tractors and things fall on you and, and yeah you're out in all weathers getting bashed Musical. about and stuff like that you in a way you it it forces you to toughen up a little bit mm. and I've I've had weird moments where I've felt myself becoming hard tougher and... of character <laughs> and I'm not always happy about no. that you know I feel like I don't want to be a hardened grumpy no countryside yeah countryside estate work or or whatever that again really going with it with the sweeping statements yeah but because there's a lot of sensitive estate workers and foresters and stuff if you're talking about stereotypes of 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 your i have felt i guess i felt myself becoming like some of the estate workers and countryside workers that i've met who have acquired that kind of roughness that does come from working outside all the time you kind of have to have a little bit of it otherwise you'd be crying yeah you you would like because it is hard all weathers you you know your fingers get trapped in stuff when you're attaching attachments to tractors and you've just got to be able to yeah it hurts and (laughs) and you start off you're you go, oh, ow, yeah. you know, but then after a while, you just, <laughs> you just forget it, get on with it. And you, there's sort of like yeah, a tension. Yeah, but you miss being the other way as well. The, the comfort and the... 
drinking coffee and looking out the window. I don't miss that. Do you not? I like it. I like the outdoorsness, but I, I'm just aware sometimes of that. You're not going too far. I'm not going too far. There is a I bit of tension between I think this new job is really good for you because it seems like a good mix. Yeah, well, I think that's nice because I've always been able to do both. I've always had the creative, creative side. But yeah. I think as I've left that behind mm. now, I'm, I'm definitely... That'll always be part of who I am. Mm. But I've definitely moved away from that and fully into just yeah just working outdoors all the time because I just love it and I prefer it you know I like being out in all weathers and and but it certainly does change your character I think there was a bit in there's a line in uh oh is it it's in Leopold or is it no it's in a journal by Thoreau Thoreau's journal which is really great and but I can't remember the exact line but it says something like you can't spend uh, any length of time outside without acquiring a certain amount of roughness. Yeah. And I was like that because I felt, I kind of felt the same, yeah. really. Like, you do kind of get a bit of roughness. Mm. So I think that's one, another way. Yeah. And it's actually, I think it's had a bit of a weird effect on my creativity as well. Because mm. I've had a lot of struggles with that yeah, since that, starting... Yeah doing more physical work yeah. because I like the idea that you can do both I but think it hasn't it, been easy has it, it hasn't been easy no it's two different ways of thinking thinking almost I like the idea that you can be a forester and also a poet or an artist I don't see why you have to be one or the other and in theory I really like that idea that, that you you know you should if you're a forester and you work in nature, ideally, you should have a bit of sensitivity and softness as well. That's in, um, that, is it in Braiding Sweetgrass? I think there's a bit in that oh, about yeah. that forester who's, who's. Um, I think there's. And the, he says something like the best foresters are also artists or yeah. something like that. There's something, something about, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's about creativity as well as. Yeah, because you're creating a future you, forest. Yeah, exactly. So, and it's also have, about the aesthetic. To have vision and a, yeah, and an appreciation of aesthetics yeah. and 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 those things. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to find that and put it. But yes, it's because yeah, I sometimes think that's what you know, like when you drive around the countryside. <laughs> at, well, this time of year, oh uh, when it's hedge flailing yeah. season, and I, know, I understand hedges have to be flailed, but yeah. some of them are done so badly. Yeah. And I kind of think there should be like an, an officer for aesthetics. Yeah, going around going, what? Going yes. around and can you just... Make that look nicer. Make that look a bit nicer and less smashed less up. brutalised, yeah. So like if more people who worked in the countryside had a kind of... Yeah. Yes, because you're a right, sometimes there's that just less, lack of, lack of a caring yeah, that kind of, of care, thing. Yeah, lack of care, just smash it up. Especially at, winter, at this time of year, like you yeah. say, it's just like get the job done, yeah. do it, And go. I get that has to be done. I know. But if... It's, if it's they're, tough, isn't it, yeah. And again, that's like, you know, it's acquired roughness through mm-hmm. doing that work all the time. It's like, it's just got to be done. It's got to be done. Time is short, money yeah. is probably And there's no shorter. time for, for feeling sensitive. No, or, but, and, and it's a shame, isn't it? Really? It is a shame. I guess probably a lot of people that have done those jobs historically would have done that properly mm. and done it with a sense of pride. And nowadays everything has to just be done quickly yeah. and on math, you know, like, and it's all about money, isn't it? And the, I mean, the money's yeah. bad. Yeah. So you're working you've hard, but for not very ahead. much money. You've got to, like, yeah. Whack it off with a flail. Mark. It's a shame. Mm. But yeah, so that's, um, but yeah, I found it quite hard trying to be both. A, a mm. illustrator 
And I think illustration is particularly difficult. Though, yeah, like you say with writing and things, at least then you can be having the thoughts. But then even that, you say you don't do. Like you I know. find it hard to switch. If yeah. I spent, if I've done oh, like two days of with the management work or something, cutting trees down and hauling logs mm. and yeah, just sort of generally being in pain mm. and bit, and in a very practical mindset, mm. then having to draw something the following day. So it takes me a couple of days you to get, get back into um, the... more pain, physical body pain, from doing illustration work than you yeah, do from doing from <laughs> Repetitive strain injury <laughs> in my shoulder. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, what about you? Because are you... Um, although you've always been involved in stuff here, but I think like you didn't properly get involved until you started doing the uh, like plant medicine and I think it took me a long time to find what I want what I wanted to get out of it for myself I think I've always enjoyed living here and I we we, you know we did miss those adventures together yeah of course but that was um but I with my with my work I had a very direct connection to the land for quite a long time but it took you a while longer to figure that out yeah it it did but that changes you in a different way doesn't it I think anyway like having that direct connection to nature yeah yeah, so through learning all the the plant mm. use stuff, it's given me a whole new lease of, I guess, interest. And but that could go with me. But it it has come from this place. It just took me a long time. Things take me a long time. It's the way it has always been. Mm. But but I still think that it changed me very quickly. And like I I think. I guess for me, it's been much more about like consumer habits and like yeah. changing me like that because I was mm. quite. You know, I I was always buying stuff and wanting things, Um, as you do when you're just, you know, bored at work, which is what I used to do, just in an office. And and I guess I think that probably changed. Even that took a while. Mm. I think that was a combined thing, wasn't it? It's because we hiked in Sweden Yeah, that that helped. And and, and, and realising how simply you could live and... And just living here without a shower and without yeah, a kitchen, just, a proper yeah, kitchen, yeah. you realise re- like we, we were having a much nicer time yeah, here yeah. without all that else, stuff yeah. than we had anywhere else. Yes, so it changed me that way. I think I definitely did change what I valued. So yeah, that that and then and then like you say, it took me a while to find my niche. Yeah, find my niche, find my thing. But that's got to do with a lot of things. I also had a baby. So, like, that, you know, like, I... That that was a completely new thing. And, oh, God. I mean, that's a whole different... That will change you. Th- that, yeah. That's a whole different... You we'll know, talk about that another A different time. episode, yeah. yeah. But, th- but that was five... You know, it's been five years, five and a half years. Mm. It's half the time we've lived here. Mm. And so that came at a time where I was probably just about finding what I liked mm. and what I wanted to do and then I had a baby and mm. things are, are very much put on hold mm. in a lot of ways also it's probably when I started to to read more about things and, and I had the time to sort of be here more but it took three years before I actually had time to just go on a course or mm. actually properly learn anything so yeah I think you cram a lot into 10 years yeah years. we have and I think, and I think a decade changes a lot of people. Oh, and it it's would. you know, like it was our thirties. Yeah, it? sure. You're and bound though, to that's be a, a funny old. Decade. You're going to be a different you person in your early forties yeah, than you are in, in your thirties, for sure. Yeah. But as well as those normal changes, 
Yeah. I think we've had that kind of like, kind of, I don't really like epiphany or whatever, because it it sounds, but it it does feel like that, doesn't it? Kind of enlightenment, sort of. Yeah. I I don't know. We don't want to be like all preachy about that, because it's not for everyone. No, I'm not saying it should be. For personal enlightenment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It doesn't make me any more enlightened than anybody else. No, but it's good, isn't it? Like, we have had that. We have felt enlightened. We have felt, we have felt enriched and... Totally. And, um... All of those things have come from being here. And knowing just... And that will go with us. ...who we are and what's important to us came out of living here. It'll be interesting moving. It will. To see what we can take with us. How how it affects what you do in the future. And, like, because we'll be living a more normal life in a... a, You know, like, we'll be... We're not going to be living in a woodland. No. We're going to be living in a a house and it'll be, you know, different. That will be interesting to see how we... Yeah, how what we take and how how it manifests. Yeah, and how life. easy it is to feel those things, mm. whether we forget where we them. get it from. Yeah, yeah. You'll see. Yeah, we will see. <laughs> Onwards.